Yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 133 of the Undiluted Podcast. This is your host JP. We have our host Mike. Yes sir. We have, as usual on our sports episodes, Clayton. Hello. And we got Leaf returning from the Goat Talk Podcast. What's going on, y'all? It's good to be back. Welcome back. What's good? What's good? First of all, how you brothers feeling this morning? Oh, man, fresh, man. I, had, I emptied my bowels, had a good breakfast, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> he got straight um, to it. I, I'm going to be honest. I feel a little salty right now because, uh, you know, Milwaukee Bucks did win the championship. You know, I I, ch- I cheered for Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. We was one of size 18 shoe away <laughs> from being in that paid position, man. So I'm a little salty right now with Jordan's uh, face. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I feel great, man. Uh, it was a great day, you know. Got up, you know, it was garbage day in my neighborhood. Talked to my neighbor. Then the team that I picked won, you know. Uh, I pre- everything I predicted happened in this finals, man. So I feel I feel pretty good as a sports analyst and podcaster today. <laughs> That's what's up. So we'll get right to it. First of all, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks on winning the NBA championship for the first time since 1971. Yeah. Well, shout out to Kareem. Shout out to Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout Big out to call. the whole city of Milwaukee that's right next door. Um, Wisconsin, you know, we don't fuck with the Green Bay Packers like that, but we have no problem with the Milwaukee Bucks. Facts. That's mini Chicago up there anyway. They partying. Shout out to my homie, childhood homie, Darrell Wings. Grew up with him. I know he out there getting it in. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee is going down right now. I hope they they staying safe. It, you know, it's a nice city. It ain't that big, but it's like I hope they 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 doing this safe, man. They they been through a lot and they they deserve this championship. They really do. This is a pick me up for that town, for that city. Yeah. Shout out to Brandon Jennings for starting mm-hmm. coach in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is six. <laughs> and what what, what was the, what was the brother? What Jacob Blake? And that was his name. They got uh that went through the ordeal with the police. Up there, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. Yep. Shout out to him. You know, uh, it's a nice, it's a nice, nice win for the Milwaukee uh, city. I feel yeah. very happy for Giannis out of the Kumpo. It how took me not? about a, it took me about a week to learn how to say his name when I first learned it. I say Uncle Tempo <laughs> out of the Kumpo. You know what I'm saying? But um, the AKA the Greek Freak. Yeah. He did things the old school way, you know what I'm saying? He stayed loyal to the franchise despite people saying that he shouldn't. Cause you know how some some of these teams do end up playing a, a player and doing them dirty even after they pay them big. But um Giannis did things the old school way. And coincidentally, LeBron James offered him um spot to uh, be on his cast for Space Jam, a new legacy, and he declined it. He uh he also declined being one of LeBron's workout partners. Like he was old school to the fullest. Like I'm not fucking with my rival. Right, right, right. You, you everybody hear about the horror, you know, the stories that Michael Jordan is. You know, like you, if you playing with your, 
your your rival and your peers all the time. You know, Michael Jordan taking notes. I'm pretty sure LeBron's gonna take notes. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, you don't need to be working out with somebody that you can potentially see down the road. You know, it's like you, you trying to beat this guy. You know, it's like on the court, y'all enemies. But off the court, it's whatever. But I ask a question real quick, Mike. Yeah, so yeah, this him coming back out, out of retirement. So he was a little rusty. So what he did coming back out of retirement, you know, Space Jam movie is filming in the summer. He invited all the all-stars, all the all his peers, you know, they built the, the gym to come hoop with him for that summer. And uh, he started taking notes, and you know, so you can get ready for next season, and, and they end up winning the championship right after that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, so Mike was on another level with that man. Another mm-hmm. level. I ended up, uh, I ended up going to the Milwaukee Bucks Brooklyn series with uh, with Ky- actually my seats while I was sitting at. Um, it's right where Kyrie Irving got hurt. I thought Kyrie Irving broke his ankle. The way the fall, the way he landed, I thought his ankle was broken. It, but you know, a lot of NBA players they get their ankles taped underneath their shoes. Um, Milwaukee Bucks has a very small stadium. Um, I'm from Chicago, so the United Center we have three levels. Milwaukee Bucks only have two levels. So even though I was in that second level, we still had like no matter where you sat at, it was good seats no matter where it was. That's why it's so damn loud when you come out there. You can barely hear the referees blowing their whistle. You know what I'm saying? So Milwaukee yeah. Bucks atmosphere in the playoffs is it's crazy, dog. It, it's crazy. It was number love when I went into that stadium um, about a month ago. I thought that stadium is uh, uh, brand new. It's like it's like remodeled. More. You know, it's more uh, updated than the United Center is. Yeah, United Center got three levels though. Yeah, they only it, got two levels. Yeah, United Center was built around like what 94 around that time. Yeah. My boy Clayton, you still with us? Probably on mute, but he's still he's connected. So he'll yeah. part, he'll chime in when we can. Okay, I hear him. Okay, yeah, no, that's sorry. That was somebody. Somebody was trying to fucking call me when I'm doing this. Oh yeah, he yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Uh, but no, definitely. Um, like I had, I, I had my doubt after Giannis hyperextended uh, me against the Hawk. I'm just like, oh man, he's gonna come down. Rusty is probably gonna get another. Another. Uh, but no, I mean, not like walking 50 years to the. If not 50 years a day, but it's been 50 years. And Giannis put up 50 points. And like I said, it was a great win for this team. Um, and not only did Giannis do things the actual way, but he did. The, are y'all hearing an echo, by the way? Is that just yeah, me? we're hearing an echo from you. You kind of breaking up too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all go. Let me try and fix these things. Okay, okay. Cool. But yeah, he, I, I, I love it that he did that way, and I love the fact that Shaq acknowledged it too, and he said, "There's only one Superman now, and that's you." So that's a passing of the torch, kind of, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I really didn't like how the Philly Suns celebrated with Champagne for a Western Conference Championship. And I and I kind of had it in the back of my head. I said, this shit not going to end well. 
Uh, oh, they, they, I didn't know that. They, they, they were celebrating with champagne for the Western Conference? Yes, they were. Oh, wow. Wow. With goggles and everything for Chris Paul. And yeah, the only Martin thing I can say to that. Yeah, the only thing I can say to that, that wasn't a good idea, but like <laughs> but the only thing I can say is that, you know, they they didn't think they was gonna get that far. <laughs> that, that's they, actually, they actually overachieved because you know Yeah, they really Booker's, did. That's Booker's Devin Booker's first playoffs. So that, that's overachieving hey, that he went that far. Hey dog, yeah. and Aiden is only twenty two. Right. And he looked Bro. like a he looked like a ten year veteran out there throughout the playoffs. Until he got mm-hmm. to the finals, but other than that, that the, other than that series, Aiden dominated like, right. like a mob, dog. And that that's what I loved about this uh this finals. Like um uh, it was a throwback um win. It was a like a, a gentleman sweeping and how, how I like to put it. Right. But like but at the end of the day, they got out rebounded and, and defense won that series for uh for the Bucks, it was defense and rebounding. They they were just killing them on the boards every game. I, I would oh. like I would like to give a special shout out to PJ Tucker because I was very disrespectful to him early in the year. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, he did help me win a couple of my fan duel bets. But me just watching the Milwaukee Bucks, PJ Tucker, why is he doing on the uh, court? He only scored two three points a game, or some games he get no points. But I have like five steals, five rebounds, five blocks. A hey, defense wins you championship. Yeah, man. he's he's so, not in that. He's and, not in there to score. He ain't in there to buck up the score, game. Right. If he do score, that's a buck. He don't care. Yeah, he don't care about that. Uh, so th- he know his role. That's a player that you need on your team and know their role and don't have an ego. Right. And, you know, and speaking of PJ Tucker, like I met him here in Chicago at ComplexCon. You okay. know, real cool dude, man. Real cool dude. He was out here when we had ComplexCon out here in uh, the McCormick place. But, man, it was awesome, man. Uh I, I like I said in our last uh, sports episode was uh, I really thought the finals was the real finals was the Bucks versus the Nets and I felt whoever won that series would win the championship. Right. And co- and coincidentally, I remember KD telling Giannis on the floor, he's like, "All right, man, go get you one. Then. You beat us." I think all the players felt that too. If we get past them, then you it's know, over. Yeah. When I saw the matchup, I was nervous. I was like, "Shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I knew that Drew Holiday defensively can cancel out Chris Paul, and and those first two games, he wasn't pressuring Chris Paul. Chris Paul went off like thirty plus. Right. But but then that third game three, he started picking them up, at, you know, front court, you know, just yeah. full court. And then um, then Middleton, I'm like, I just need him to stay consistent. And I said, if Giannis is healthy, the Bucks is going to win. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I'm like, man, they, this shit, man, they, they made me look like a prophet, man. Yeah, <laughs> so Giannis, Giannis did, still man. Sick. What Giannis did, 50 points, what, 14 rebounds, five blocks? Yeah, he did not let them lose this game. He's like, he wasn't going, man. When Giannis was on one last night, man, he Brother. refused to lose. I'm going to be honest, well, if that game would have went back to Phoenix, they was going to lose. Yeah, yeah, that was a possibility. That was, um, I said this on the chat, that was the best. That's in the discussion for best closeout game in the finals in NBA history. Yeah. There's, yeah. Not, there's not many that are better than that one. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would because he his 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 points in that third and beginning of fourth quarter was so important because he controlled the game. I mean, yep. the man was bringing the ball up the court. Like, hold on, give me the ball. Like, we got to score. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he took control of the pace of that game and closed it out. I mean, Middleton hit a hit a big shot uh, to uh, one of the the last possessions, but other than that, he took control of the game in the fourth quarter. Yep, and Giannis. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say Giannis. Like he, this this game is like Jordan's last game as a bull. Uh, Duncan the quadruple double, just it's right up there. Like what I was saying earlier, Giannis didn't just do it the old school off the court. He did the old school on the court. Like he played like. He shoots too many threes, but he he's in the paint and talking. Oh, that's how I'm sorry. Milwaukee won the field because Phoenix played them on the perimeter. Like Phoenix shot 51 percent from the mid range. Milwaukee shot 38 mid range. Shot better from three, but Milwaukee got them in the restricted area and on second chance points, and that was the difference. Yeah, rebounding. Like they kept out yeah, man, they Suns could not get the rebound. Like they was just going to get in that rebound. You know, yeah. Drew Holiday, great uh uh point uh, uh you know, rebounder as a point guard. Yep. PJ Tucker, Giannis. Hey, and like I told you yesterday, I said Drew Holiday is who Patrick Beverly think he is. No disrespect to Pat Beverly's from Chicago. Shout out, man. Arsenal mm-hmm. High School, what's up? Yeah, yeah, like Drew, like I'm glad people starting to notice Drew because man, the player's been saying this for the past three, four years now. Drew Holiday is the the best on um, perimeter defender in the league. I know Eric Bledsoe's sick right now. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I used to be pissed at I used to be pissed at Eric Bledsoe, man. But like, they wouldn't have won I, if if Bledsoe was there. No, nah, yeah, he's not that dude. I'm glad they traded him because he was just wasting his time in Milwaukee. He he's an exciting that. player to watch, athletic point guard, but offensively, yeah. But then he wasn't what they needed. Drew Holiday got them over the hump, for sure. And I'm very yeah, happy for him, man. Him and Middleton are two of the most underrated players in the entire NBA. I didn't know Middleton was in the D League. I didn't know that at all. I slept on him. I'm going to be real. Yeah, yeah I ain't definitely I ain't got a hundred million dollar contract now, though. Yeah, that man was in the D League, bro. Like he he comes from nothing, bro. That's why you know him and Giannis was so damn emotional last night. And then you know, I'm gonna be honest, when Giannis first came to the league, I slept on Giannis too. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Giannis came in looking like a little 14 year old kid, bro. And that kid just emerged. You know what I'm saying? Eight years, you know, he just started balling. I'm like, oh man, this dude, yeah, he 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 different. What happened with Giannis hit that gym and went crazy? Yep. Yeah, he gained 50 pounds, man. Yep. And he got the skill set, he improved his skill set and hit the gym, and that's hard work right there. Like I said, he you know somebody else join us? No. Oh, that's Jay? Yeah, what yeah, what's going on, Jay? Okay. I'm like, well, what's going on? Play off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No, Giannis, um, he put in the work, and these these are the results. I'm happy for him. He's a he's a he's a good guy, and um, 
you know, he did me a big favor last night. He did my champion. I mean, he's in my good game. Good for him. We got to bring up the fact, too, that not only does he have a championship, now both of his brothers and, you know, knowing their story, they came from poverty. And, like, it's it's a real great story, man. I'm sure we'll see a a story based on it, a movie or something. Hollywood will capitalize off this some kind of way. I, I went straight to YouTube. So, did y'all know that he, they have four brothers? Yeah, I think it's five of them, actually. Yeah. Four. Damn. Yeah, they deep, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, they, I, they, they I think it's five. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's young. I think he's younger. Yes, yeah, it's, it's five boys all together. Okay, I gotta say, rest in peace to Kobe, man. The Kobe challenges, Kobe challenged them at first to be MVP, and then Giannis accomplished that, and then Kobe challenged them again and said, "Next up, yeah. man, championship." And here we go. Two years later, man. Crazy. Oh, All right, Jay, Kobe. Yeah, Jay, I want to get your thoughts. Everybody get their thoughts on uh, the finals. What was your take on it? The entire thing, honestly, from the start, I um, had a good uh, Literally, started momentum. But um, seeing how it played out, uh, and him attacking. And that's what he was Like, he basically knocked down all his feet. Big baby. Yes. But that's what it was. Uh oh. I'm about to We got a Phoenix Suns fan in the background. Yeah, I really think that decided most of it. But, uh,. Because if he missed it for the free throws that he made, Phoenix actually went back. He's is he breaking up anybody else? Yeah, Jay, you got an echo, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's trying to breaking up, and you got an echo. Yeah, it's not because it's not even just breaking up. Like we're missing every other word. Yeah, it's like missing every other word. You got it on speaker, or you got a. That'd be a connection issue. I don't know. Leaf, what you recording on right now? My iPhone 12. On speakerphone? I got the phone, then I got my uh, my headset. Oh, yeah. Your shit sound perfect. Mike, your shit sound perfect, too. I'm on my speaker, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, too. I, I, do I, I but I'm in, a, I'm in a soundproof like room, though. I don't have an echo or anything, right? No, sir. Cool. Jay, Jay, but Jay did hit some. Uh, he did hit that point though. Uh, talking just, about it might be the signal for Jay. Yeah, but, uh, Jay, Jay was right though about y'all just missing the uh, free throws. If he missed the free throws, ain't no way them boys win last night. How he normally missed, that man was on one. Seventeen for nineteen, right? Yes. Eighty nine. Yeah. I just want to say I want to I want to do a dive into what this does for Giannis because as I was going to bed I think it was Dion in the sports group we were having a little argument um, or just discussion I don't want to say argument we were having a discussion and I said that you look at the greatest power forwards of all time Giannis is now knocking on the top five discussion not already in there oh yeah 
certainly. Because because after Tim Duncan, Paul Malone is usually considered second. And Paul Malone got two MVPs, no title. And, you know, Giannis just needs the longevity athletes that are going to come to make more all-NBA, more all-defensive teams. But he's, he's accomplishment-wise, at 26 years old, he's right there with Dirk and Cage, Malone, and accomplishment-wise at 26 So... Like I said, Giannis is not if he's not already top five power forward this he's right he's right there in my opinion. Yeah, I, I saw Dion, um, you know, SFU Sports Fans United, that's my god brother, shout out to him. I saw him say uh that Carl Malone would have killed Giannis or some shit like that. But um <laughs> Come man. on, man. get him at his flowers, B. We're in the present, yeah. man. Giannis, he delivered, man. No John Stockton. No no pun intended, he delivered. Well, I just thought this, like, Paul Malone was a great player. I don't think game six of the finals, I don't think Paul Malone had that game. Hell no, he loses. If you replace Carl Malone with Giannis, goddamn it, Suns is seven. Yeah. I, I mean, but, 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 you know, but Carl, he has the ability. I mean, he's top three scoring, right? You know, he has he the ability to score with, you know, all types of shit. But, so, yeah, yeah he's, he's number two all time in scoring, but even as a kid, I knew you couldn't trust Paul Malone in the club. As I mean, he, Michael Jordan, man. Like, Michael Jordan stopped a lot of people. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I remember it was only... If Michael Jordan don't, if he don't play Michael Jordan, he'll probably have two rings. Well, maybe, yeah, but I mean, him and Stock also, people talk about Giannis's points before this year. Malone and Stockton underachieved a lot in Utah when that, despite having a whole bunch of 50, 60 win seasons, even without the two finals losses to Jordan. So, I mean, mm-hmm. But um, this not this not this not to shit on those guys, but I know people and Dirk and all those guys. But the game don't stop, and some somebody got to bump off of these words. Exactly. Um. Uh, but as far as that list goes, I mean, Tim Duncan obviously sits the top and probably won't be dethroned in our lifetime, I don't think. But, um... If so, I don't I don't see anybody in the league right now that would dethrone Tim Duncan. Does I, if I'm... If you ask me my prediction right now, I think I think the Bucks will sit atop the East for a while, but I see Giannis probably winning, like, maybe two more championships. But I don't see him getting the same benefits Duncan did with having an organization like the San Antonio Spurs, where he had um, Greg Popovich and just that farm of that, that the GM just uh, who was that Danny Ferry I believe. No, that was Austin Houston. Okay, uh, the, and just that whole farming system of them bringing over those foreign players and all of them coincidentally turning out to be great and 
them finding a gem like Kawhi Leonard, and it's man, I I don't, I don't see any franchise eclipsing or surpassing that like anytime soon. Golden State couldn't even do that. Well, Golden State still actively is you know trying to do their thing, but I don't I don't. I don't, I, I don't see that being another San Antonio Spurs anytime soon. Well, Duncan made the Spurs organization, but yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. Okay. Oh, you sound great now. Hey, Clayton, put your headset in, man. <laughs> I I got my I got my headset on. Maybe I should take it off. Oh, okay. All right, Jay, go go ahead, continue. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna be another person. So we have to wait two decades to even see what team this to even be a Spurs. So you actually mind that Spurs dynasty? You talking about a team that went to the playoffs twenty straight years? <laughs> like what? Right. They had like twenty twenty. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then you had dedicated players you had that remained with the franchise. They technically had a big three for the longest. And then you got the coach and his longevity actually to represent that squad and still be, you know, basically like a fucking wizard with the team, regardless of who they drafted and who came in. Yeah, they still got the gem of Kawhi Leonard in there and whatnot. You had people over time who's pretty role players. But keep in mind they even had Robert Orton. What I think actually uh, gave him what his seventh grade. The Admiral David Robinson, one of the greatest yeah, players of all time. Robinson. Exactly. So they had a, a good handful of players that came in and out of there and actually produced and was able to uh, win championships and seventh grade squad. It's going to take a while. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that Kawhi Leonard ended up wanting to part ways with them and then Lamarcus Aldridge didn't live up to expectations with his venture with them. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this was a legacy-making finals for Giannis. Like, this is one of the greatest finals uh, uh, playoffs of all time by an individual. 35, uh, 35-13, two blocks, 32% shooting. Unreal. Unreal. Yes, and this is also one of the best playoffs in years, man. For real. Like Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. Especially in the East. The East was very entertaining. Yeah, it was it was very unpredictable. Like we were so used to uh I mean rivalries are great for the sports in any sport, but it was refreshing, man. A toss up, you know, like right from the play in, we saw Lakers have to go head to head with Golden State and you know, hey, LeBron and, and the gang ended up with an early exit, and it turned out, even ratings-wise, even quality, fuck quality, even ratings-wise, ratings went up significantly. Yeah, yeah they did. Don't, my, my only uh, critique about this playoffs is uh, towards one team in particular is, is the Portland Trailblazers. They had no business. I'm sorry, Clayton. They should have beat Denver Nuggets. Shut Denver Nuggets, man. Absolutely not, too. <laughs> They had no business losing that Especially series. with Jamal Murray, yo. Yeah, it was like, what the hell? And they was fully healthy, you know? So I don't know what the hell going on with that. The um, MVP was just able to do his thing for those games. 
Yeah, so and then that next series proved like they overachieved, you know. So it was just uh just un- very, very unfortunate. Uh but I, I wanna say this before we move off uh the finals. Uh this was eight years in the making, because if y'all remember this this Milwaukee bus team was coming, you know. I remember when they had Jabari Parker and uh and they used to get the Bulls. You know, little problems here and there in the playoffs when Derrick Rose was here, and he was like, "Man, that team is dangerous. It's gonna be gonna be something for some years down the road." And that's exactly what we're seeing right now. This was a lot of work, you know. And I was telling you guys on the last podcast that uh, this team has lost a lot, so they know what it means to lose. So it's like they got that chip on their shoulder when they got swept in the playoffs uh, last year. That was embarrassing. So and they they came back and right that wrong and, and swept Miami out there and you know and got that get back and you know once I seen that I'm like this team is ready to win so they ready and it was just their time it was their time they they paid their dues and they deserved us they earned it the hard way they they got it out the mud you know like they deserve everything they work for this yeah, yeah. and and it's it's just. You know, like you said, I'm glad that we got a uh, healthy final out of it, considering the way the stuff went. Um, I may not have for Chris Paul, but shout out to Devin Russell. I felt bad for him. But a great showing in his first time. Mm-hmm. Him and DeAndre. So, um, but yeah, I mean... Like I said, I'm happy for Giannis. He's a, he's a good player. Um, and like said, he played his ass off. You know, we said earlier, Kevin Durant was a little short. But that's how the basketball goes. It's it's that, that slim margin. You might want to take your headset off, Clay. <laughs> take my headset off once over. And then uh, I want to read this quote uh, about Giannis. Uh, I love what he said prior to uh, this game when he's uh, after game five. He says, man, when you focus on the past, that's your ego. When you focus on the future, he said, that's my pride. He said, I try to focus in the moment, in the present. And he said, that's humility. That's being humble. I love that quote. That's a great quote. Yeah. And that that speaks to what he's all about and when he said that i'm like they about to win <laughs> he's like this dude ain't, ain't gonna let them lose e- even if they would have went back to phoenix you know like i was kind of worried about cp chris paul going on but they just didn't have no answer for Giannis, and he was just too hungry you know he wanted it they that's, did not that's a quote i could take with me and use right now <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You use that for your life, you know, like in all of our lives, you know. When you, and that's right. When you focus on the past, that's your ego. And when you think about the future, that is your pride. You need to be focused on today, and that's being humble. That's exactly. You're appreciating right. it right now, living the moment. Because do this, I? Sorry. This, this do is I not sound promise. better now? You sound way better. Way better. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. I do. All right, awesome. Yeah. So he's just like focus on it right now, you know, because. This shit is not promised, and we take it for granted a lot. We really do. And we said this on the last sports podcast. This is the best chance for Giannis and Chris Paul to win that first championship, and Giannis took full advantage. Um, Do I have Milwaukee as the favorites next year? No. 
uh, or Phoenix to get back, no. So that's why shit like this is important. You know, we talk about those power forwards. Charles Barkley never got back to the finals, you know. Um, uh, KG only got one. Dirk only got one. So, and like I said, this is this was very crucial, and he did it in spectacular fashion, and I'm happy for the guy. Right, and you were right in saying that he belongs in the conversation, and I don't know why you got some pushback from that. Giannis is only 26 years old. Yes. Right. right. And he did this with a small market team. Yes. No super team. Yes. You know, it, it they weren't the favorites. <laughs> and and he came off having his knee bent. Exactly. Everybody had the fucking nets winning the championship, man. And it's unfortunate James Harden got hurt. They didn't need him to get where they were going any fucking way. But Kyrie ended up getting hurt. And uh, we've seen KD push a team. KD almost, you know what I'm saying, he almost got the job done. But Milwaukee stepped it up, and here we are. And, so, not, and yeah, I mean, like I said, just to go back to the power forward thing for a second, like I said, after Duncan, like, okay, like, you know, Malone got two MVPs, no ring. Barkley got an MVP, no ring. Um, KG got a ring and a defensive player of the year and an MVP. Same as Giannis, but Giannis has two MVPs. Dirk has an MVP where he went out in the first round and a ring. Probably the most impressive ring since Hakeem in 95. So, like I said, like Giannis being a two-time MVP, a defensive player of the year, and now having the finals that he had, um... Like I'm like, all he needs is the longevity awards. Just a few more All NBA teams, more All Star games, some more All Defensive teams, and 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 then there won't be an argument for second place, in my opinion. Absolutely, I agree. Because I don't think he catches Duncan, but I I think he can catch Malone in the public eye and the legacy eye with like three, four more years of being first team all NBA. I mean, yeah. He's going to, I think he's going to surpass, surpass Carl Malone, man, in several yeah. ways. It, it, yeah, he's he, he's, he's going to fuck around and be a star too. Yep. He's already surpassed him off the court. So that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, not to get into that, but I'm just saying. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm happy for Giannis. Like, it's always happy. It's always a good thing to see history getting made. And anybody who thinks I'm being hyperbolic about Giannis being a top five power forward, I'll just say this. Steph Curry wasn't considered the second greatest point guard of all time until he was. You know, um, like... Like Tim Duncan wasn't considered the greatest power forward of all time until he was, you know. Michael you know? Jordan did. Michael Jordan didn't surpass Jerry West as the greatest shooting guard of all time until he did, and then you know, it, then Kobe became the second greatest shooting guard of all time. Like these things do happen. The game doesn't stop just because you know your favorite player didn't uh you know got to a certain level like 
for the longest time, I had Larry Bird a- ahead of LeBron James until I couldn't anymore. And and he was probably ahead of him before I had him there. So, I mean, the game goes on. Some players are going to make it to certain places. Some aren't. And Giannis, he's right. He's he's right there after this game, unless he just falls off a cliff. He's not going to stop. He's 26, guys. Right. I, like I said, I see two more championships in this future. I see one more, but I think he's going to win MVP next year. Up around it, I wouldn't be surprised. He's because now the. Because now the voters can't say, well, he didn't deliver in the playoffs. Like, I think they're going to have the best record in the East again. And uh, I think he's going to win MVP. Yeah, I like what he said after the game as well. He was like, uh, uh, man, let's do it again. Let's run it back. Yep. So so he knows that to be legendary and great, you got to try to repeat. His mindset is there. Yeah. Like, everything starts with the mind. And I saw that with him right away. Yeah, if I'm him, he gotta he gotta do, try to do what LeBron then hasn't done uh, in three P. That's what I'll be on. Oh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But the want, I want, I want him to have that. You know, like, oh yeah. Regardless of how what we think about it, we still right. need these players to want to have that mentality. Sure. Let me say this: if Giannis is able to pull off a three P with like the same style of play that he's had over the past few years. Then I will start taking him and Duncan seriously as an argument because Duncan never even repeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt, yeah, I felt like the Spurs took seasons off after they won. <laughs> it's like that. that they, the yeah. Well, they were in that bloodbath of a Western Conference too. Like they won in '99, but then ran into the Shaq and Kobe Lakers in their prime, and then they had to deal with like the Mavericks and everything like that. I still would have liked them to repeat, but. I, yeah. I understand why it didn't happen for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I, I can't put Tim Duncan over over Kobe as one of my all-time favorite players. He's definitely top ten, but like uh, he had the ability to to repeat and he never did. And Kobe did it twice. Yup. So I want to um, say once again, congratulations to to the Milwaukee Bucks. Your Bucks. They partying hard over there in Wisconsin, but at the same time, I'm seeing that there's a shadow looming over Wisconsin because over there in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers let it be known, like, for real, for real, that he's done with the Green Bay Packers. So, it's like... That was a good transition. What I'm I'm referring to is they tried to offer him a two-year extension, and that would have made him, like... Would, would that have made him the highest paid quarterback ever? Probably. I believe. Yeah. The way this money's going in the NFL now, yeah, probably. Uh, not only quarterback, but like NFL player, you know, he would have been the highest paid. Yep. What do you guys think is going through his mind? Like, why do you, what, what is causing this? What's, what's making him like absolutely be done with the Green Bay Packers? He wants to be in Denver. Nah. Yeah, he wants to be. But no, in all seriousness, it's very simple. Um, The Packers moved up to draft Jordan Love, and Aaron Rodgers said, I'm not going to be Brett Favre. I'm not going to retire, unretire. 
he, Aaron Rod, like the team was betting on Aaron Rodgers to fail last year, and he goes out and wins the damn MVP. And a coach's decision probably kept them out of the Super Bowl. And he's just like, no, 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 y'all ain't getting another year of me. Like, fuck y'all. Y'all, y'all take Jordan Love if you want to. I want out of here. Like, you know, y'all ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna have me out here like the way y'all had me and Brett. So it's it's simple to me. He felt disrespected. Yeah, I believe he did feel disrespected. Yeah, I, you know, my take on it, I feel like I don't know the means to an end or what he, like, I know he's trying to force his way out, but it's like, do you really want to force your way into a, a bad team situation? It's like, I mean, it only makes sense. This only makes sense if you know you can control your destination. You know, so it's like, other than that, I don't know what he's trying to do here. Because with Tom Brady's situation, he was able to pick and choose where he wanted to go. Yes. This is not that case with Aaron Rodgers. So, and then he, he's, you know, he's older. So it's like, right now, Green Bay is his best chance to win. And I don't, I, I, I just don't, I understand he's frustrated, but I'm thinking of a logical, you know, I'm trying to take the emotion out of it. You know, it's like, all right, yeah, he pissed. But what, well, what's the other option here? So it's like, he probably knows something that we don't, obviously. But like, uh, I don't know the main swing. Like, uh, you know, I don't know what he's trying to do here or where he's trying to force himself to go, you know, because it's like, this is a different situation than Tom Brady. You know, it's like, you know, he was a free agent. And, you know, and Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent, you know, so. Like I say, he wants he wants to be in that Broncos uniform, man. He's gonna look good in that that mile high colors. Mm-hmm. Hey Jay, you still there? Uh, he he is connected, but I don't know uh, if he hears us. I see Leaf popped out. So I got a serious question for y'all guys. Think about it before you answer right away. Okay. You the Chicago Bears general manager. Uh huh. The Green Bay Packers offer you Aaron Rodgers for Justin Fields. What you doing in that situation? If it's a straight up trade, I do it. I can't give them nothing else. You know, like because like there's too much of a risk there for for your future. You know, like I'm not gonna give you up no weapons nothing like that. Like if it's a straight up trade, I do it for like instant gratification. To for with the potential of going to the Super Bowl. Uh, other than that, that that would be that's the only way I do that. You know, like I'm not about to. I'm giving you my whole future for like two or three years of this guy. You know, and you just don't know. You know, and you know Aaron Rodgers a diva too, man. You just don't know how <laughs> it, it could be. It could be a great season or it could be a bad season. There's no in between. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, like I said, if I'm the Bears organization, I, if I'm the Bears organization, I probably want a couple weapons with it because I'm just like, I'd like not to give Green Bay a couple weapons, but it's like y'all got to give me Aaron Rodgers and like, like a draft pick or something like that, like. But I mean, it depends how much because I don't know how much uh, the coach believes in Justin Fields. You know, what I'm saying y'all are closer to that situation than me. If they believe this guy is the future, I say, you know what? Bet on your bet on your future. Yeah, yeah, and and they do, they do. Like, um, there's great reports out there. He's doing all the right things. Um, 
it, it, that's that's a very risky trade there, especially for uh, a disgruntled quarterback. He, you know, like it's just not like a Tom Brady situation. Tom Brady has won. You know, like he was mad at the Patriots and all that, but it's like he's coming in with a, he came in into Tampa Bay situation with a great mentality. Yeah, you know, like with Aaron Rodgers, I, you just don't know, man. <laughs> Right. If, to me, if you believe, let me let me let me uh, let me put an answer to that. If you believe that Aaron Rodgers can do with the Bears what Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady, uh, what, what Brady did with Tampa Bay, then yes, you make the trade. But if you don't believe that, no. Hey, Leaf, you there? I'm here. Yeah, the question the question I just asked them because we're on the subject of uh, Aaron Rodgers being uh, ready to get the hell out of Green Bay. I asked uh, if you're the general manager of the Bears and you get that phone call from Green Bay, like, "Hey, we'll give you Aaron Rodgers for Justin Fields." What you doing? Yeah, that's a good ass question. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of agree with what Clay was talking about with the Tampa Bay situation. Like shit. Uh oh. You go out again? Okay, I, was, I thought that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was me too. But, um, yeah, I mean. My phone locked up. My, my phone. Oh, is that you? Okay, cool. Yeah, my phone locked up. My phone locked it. Uh, blanked me out. My bad, guys. But yeah, if if you guys not really putting the pieces together like how they did at Tampa Bay, then it's not gonna happen. Like you gotta really put me in position to win right away before I go make a bust ass move like that because you trading away your future. Yeah, yep. and, and you gotta see a division rival. Mm-hmm. That, right. Yeah, that's true. Shit. So I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see this guy. That yeah. would potentially haunt us. For, like the, the for that's 10, 15 years. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I can recall when um, Tom Brady, uh, I never seen Tom Brady get sacked, really. Um, when he got sacked, uh, I forgot I forgot who hit him. But just when Matt Castle took over the Patriots that year, and it was like crazy, you know what I mean? And to see Tom Brady being out like that, and, and you know, I'm thinking about how young he was. You know, I'm thinking about how, you know, A Rod. If he gets hit the wrong way, it's gonna be very hard to recover from an injury. Now, I'll, I'll trade Khalil Mack for Aaron Rodgers. I'll do that in a heartbeat. Shit, now we gotta block Khalil Mack. Yeah, but shit, it's like how long is he gonna be at that high level? You know? We we like, we see. I don't even want to get into the Chicago Bears thing because we yeah, put Khalil Mack ass in coverage. What does that still be passed, right? So but, Aaron, but 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 you got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers know how to beat Khalil Mack. So it's like I do that in a heartbeat. He had the Green Bay Packer O line. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's like it's gonna be a risk no matter what. But yeah, it's like shaking the dice. Got Justin Fields as your future. And, and, right, so it's like I, I, you still have Justin Fields as your backup, and you have Aaron Rodgers. So like I do, I do Khalil Mack and Aaron Rodgers trade. So what? So what? Realistically, though, okay, where do y'all see Aaron Rodgers ending up? Denver. Man, you wishing on that one? You said you. <laughs> Not said real. Yeah, if yeah. if he if he doesn't stay in Green Bay, he will play for the Denver Broncos. He's trying to beat that into existence. He's going to do the Peyton Manning route. Yes, Denver. Michael Caroline. 
is not available. Record your message at the tone. What was that? Michael oh. Garaline. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What? Oh, that was, baby. <laughs> oh, but no. But no, like I said, if pay, if uh, if Aaron Rodgers does not play for Green Bay this season, he'll be in a Denver Broncos uniform. Like I said, he wants he wants that John Elway, Peyton Manning send off. That's what we Broncos specialize in. Uh, I'll be happy for you if it happens, man. I'll hey, we we don't we don't win with quarterbacks in their prime. We get them when they a little bit when they a little bit older, a little more seasoned. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all some sneaky motherfuckers, man. I yeah, and, and, and it's usually some bald black guy that uh, helps them win the title. <laughs> Terrell Davis and Von Miller. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. So I gotta look. I gotta see who's bald and who's black on our team that's gonna help Aaron Rodgers win. <laughs> I wonder what Brett Favre is saying about this shit, though. Because Brett Favre, I, a lot of people haven't been paying attention, but. He got like a podcast, and he be saying some controversial ass shit. And he well, he and Aaron are friends now too. They friends now. Yeah, they patched thing. They've patched a lot up. Like Aaron Rodgers, like you can tell him and Brett talk. Like they're friends now. So, so Brett kind of understands what he's going through because Brett was in Aaron's situation, and now that he's older, he can reflect more. Yeah. Brett, but yeah, check check out his podcast when you get a chance. I don't want to dive into the shit he said because we'll end up on a tangent and going crazy about it. So no, but I have an idea of what he said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he be talking shit with the Wranglers on. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I know what Brett be saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? But um, what do you but? What Go do ahead. you think would have fixed the Packers for for Aaron Rodgers? Say it again. What do you guys think would have fixed the Packers? Do you think this shit is fixable? Extension and more offensive weapons. Adam Schefter just reported that uh, he was offered to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. He declined that shit, dog. So it ain't the money. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I already forgot. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, Devontae Adams just just resigned. You know, so you know he got his weapon, but I, it's just the, the, the disrespect of you know I need weapons. You go get a fucking quarterback. Yep. I I just think he having a rent right now. Yeah. I, I I just think I just think he doesn't want to be Brett Favre from twelve years ago. Exactly. He's just like, I'll be out of here, but and I don't want this to be a mess. I'll be gone. Shit, he could go to the Vikings. Uh, I don't see, I don't see that shit turning out to be. That's anything. disgusting. <laughs> I'm just that's joking. Brett Favre ass did. Shit, Brett Favre yeah, had a good career with Minnesota. I mean, I'll say like, the thing about Aaron Rodgers is just like, we know that he's, he's not like. Brett from the standpoint of like like Aaron's like you know he's a California guy he's not a Mississippi guy like Brett he's a California guy and he's like you listen to his interviews very calculated he's very uh and and he can be a little difficult 
Like, you know, he the guy don't even get along with his with his family. You think he's going to care about the Packers organization that, like that? that? That's why I said the Raiders or Denver. <laughs> hey, Drew, <laughs> hey, Drew Locke, I wanted to see your potential come through, but if we get Rodgers, you going to the bench, bro. These dudes be fucking savages, though. These athletes, like, off the field, like, they little family squabble shit. Yep. I'll be trying not to speak on some of that shit, but I'll be like, damn. And let me just say, uh, to further on this point, like, you know, the same way that people talk about quote-unquote player empowerment in the NBA, even though it's been around for decades, we're starting to see that more and more with uh, the NFL and, and the great quarterbacks. You know, Russell Wilson did his thing. Deshaun Watson was trying to force his way out. Like, this this is the NFL now, with the quarterbacks anyways. That's you good. The NBA had, had that influence? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. no, yeah. yeah. the NFL quarterback is the closest thing to an NBA superstar. But they uh, the only problem with the NFL that I still have a problem with, I, and I think – these uh, superstar uh, players in the NFL are like a problem, you know, is that they still don't have guaranteed contracts. I, I don't understand that for the life of me. And this is the richest, uh, you know, the most, uh, you know, lucrative uh, league in the country. Yep. So I, don't, I don't understand why none of all those players are not guaranteed contracts like the NBA players have fought to get. So it's like they get mad at NBA players for making all the money. But I'm like, y'all giving y'all keep giving the power to the owners, man. The owners still have crazy influence over the players and control. I, yep. And I, I never understood that. I'm like, you could easily lock out the damn season and get what you want, just like the NBA did. NBA players did. Well, so that's, that's what the next CBA is for. Yeah, but it's like they keep agreeing to the bullshit and then complain about it. This is crazy. So the superstar exactly. player. So it's just that's why I'm still like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. All these superstar quarterbacks. I feel like I'm starting to feel like they don't give a fuck about the rest of the players in the leagues. Because if they did, they don't. <laughs> if they did, they would have just locked out and for the better good of the future of the league for the players. They just trying to get this and get going. Yeah, they they want to win right now, so they want to play. I was like. The the last man on the on the team on the league can like these these owners can and, and GMs can cut these players right after they sign and without no yep. penalty. <laughs> with no penalty at all. And they and they, 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 they and they cover it up with this so-called signing bonus bullshit. It's like fuck a signing bonus. I need I need fucking uh you know like uh longevity and, and security with, with my career. And, you right. know and they not given that opportunity like the NBA players are. So it's like, it's like they're mercenaries, man. And, and they, they will continue to be, you know, if they keep agreeing to that bullshit CPA. That's why I yeah. like, that's why I like these college football players is getting this yeah. fucking money, bro. So they can already yep. keep their generational wealth going before. Because you got some guys that might not even make it to the NFL, but they done made a couple of meal off endorsements from playing college football. So the quarterback from Alabama, Bryce Young, he already had a meal. He ain't even touched a, a field yet with Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So by the time this kid gets to the NFL, he could be fucking the next Ryan Lee. He's a millionaire already. Yep. And you like know? I said, you know, you know, it's like I said, going back to the quarterback, like, you know, 
going back to the quarterbacks, like the quarterbacks ain't going to say nothing because they're the most protected group. Like Patrick Mahomes ain't going to complain like, oh, I got a 10 million, 10 year, $600 million contract. What's he going to, you know, like, I mean, he ain't going to be like, oh, we should lock out the season. Like, nah, this motherfucker want to play. <laughs> right, we gonna play regardless. There's a thousand people right. that want to play receiver for me. There's a thousand like, people that want to make it to the NFL. Right, when Lamar Jackson signs his two hundred million dollar contract or whatever it is, he ain't gonna be like, oh man, we need to lock out and do this and do that. Like, nah. So, like <laughs> yeah, I said, the, like the the running backs and the offensive line and those kind of guys, they got to look out for each other. But yeah, it, it did. It did. They got a fucking seventeen game season now, bro. So, yeah, that's bad. I don't like that. What the fuck? You can, hey guys, this gonna be the year of the fucking ACL injuries. I hate to, I'm gonna knock on wood right now. Somebody gonna get hurt, bro. Oh, what's football? Yeah, they all gonna way, get hurt. <laughs> dog, way too many games. Two preseason games. You're going straight to the 17 game season. And I'm a quarterback and you ain't finna pay me what? I ain't finna do what? Oh, you crazy right. as hell. You crazy. I, just like Mike say, I would have, hey, I would have shut that shit down. We finna do a 17 game season. And you motherfuckers don't want to pay? Oh, y'all tripping. Right. Yeah, that's, too, I, that, that's too much on them, man. Hey, dog. To, you gonna fuck my fantasy up. It most definitely too much. That's a to violent, me, it's in a violent-ass sport like that? Bro. To me, it, it should have never been more than 14 ever, in my opinion. Fucking Derrick Henry go get 300 fucking carries, bro. <laughs> and and some records finna get broken off this shit. Oh, yeah. No question. Like, you know... They keep this up. We might have a 3,000-yard season once we get to the 19-game NFL season. It, bro, it's going to oh, it, come around my Oh, you might have to do some – or it might be some low management. Yeah, I'm glad they got Julio. Uh, man, I don't yeah, want to have that. that that's going to be terrible, yeah. bro. I don't, have that, I don't want to have that many carries, man. Right. I, yeah, as know. a running back, like your lifespan is so short in the NFL. They just shortened with that. So they're right. going to have to – this is now the NFL is based on with all the things that's going on right now. I know I'm gonna go 17 games. I'm gonna have to go get three good ass running backs now. Three, not one, not well, two, but three. Shit, we talking about 17 games? Are y'all sure? Right. But like I said, we might start to see. Well, that's the the problem is you can't really you can't really do load management in the NFL unless you jump ahead to such a lead in the standings, yeah. or you fall so far behind that you don't give a shit. I but yeah, you can't dress, but don't play. Shit, yeah, you, you can't. Get, get out. <laughs> exactly, because you can't. Because you, you can't do load management in the NFL for real, for real. Just because the NBA, you're talking about 82 games, baseball 162, but in NFL, every game matters so much more. You can't really. You can't have a Kawhi Leonard in the NFL. Because because you got incentives, guys, like with them bonuses and shit. And then the thing about it, oh, you got to fucking get 10 sacks to get this extra 100k. Boy, fuck you! Yep. I'm gonna try to get it. You know what I mean? Oh, I need fifteen hundred. I, I won't. I won't get this uh, signing bonus because I ain't rushed for uh, fifteen hundred. Them cats trying to get their money and get out of there, man. That's true. Very, very true. Shit. And I mean, yeah. So, I mean, as far I as mean, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, like, like we were saying about Rogers, though, like, I like you. Made, you guys made a great point. It's not the same as the Tom Brady situation. And wherever he goes, he's not about the he's not the cool guy that's gonna bring a whole cast of motherfuckers with him. Right. And, and just have his damn way, you know. Right. So because that's true. You look 
You listen to like you listen to Tom Brady. Look at when he went to Tampa Bay. He got Gronk out of retirement. He got Antonio Brown there with him. Like say what you want about Tom Brady, but his teammates do seem to like love him. With Aaron Rodgers, it seems a little more split. So Tom Brady is one of those jock cool guys who everybody probably loved since fucking high school and. He was cool with every goddamn body. Like he even had moved Antonio Brown into his crib. Yep. Tom Brady's kind of like dorky cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's kind of like, you know, like he's the guy. Like he is like your, you know. Um, I think it was Jason Whitlock. He said he was talking about franchise quarterbacks one time, and he said most franchise quarterbacks have to have an element of being a uh, a, a programmable robot. And it, that's the term he used. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? He's right. And, you know, that Tom Brady has a lot of those. It's, it, it is kind of like that when you think about a lot of these quarterbacks and what we think about the quarterback personality. Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Brady, everything like that. Aaron Rodgers, he's not saying he don't have those elements, but his personality a little different than those guys. You know, he's, Brady, he's, Brady is he's, he's a little... He's too perfect. It's like he was written or some shit. No, like, <laughs> I think I think Brady been like this, dog. I just think he had that damn canister on his head when he was in the wig. Because now we starting to see how Brady really get down. Right. You know, what motherfucker I'm drunk like, at the parades. I didn't know Brady, if I knew Brady was this cool, I would have been sick for the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> we got this perfect all American looking motherfucker with the perfect family and. He, he's not balding or an overseeing hairline. Like, he just... Right. He's he made a supermodel wife. Played right. for the, a team called the Patriots. Like, this all-American-ass <laughs> motherfucker. Like, who wrote this dude? Right. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a perfect... That's why I say. He's a perfect mix of over un, overachiever because he was drafted 199. But then he goes to, like you said, the Patriots in Boston... <laughs> And builds the greatest dynasty in NFL history, and it's just like, well, he's an overachiever, but he's easy to hate. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is like, he gives me the vigilante type vibes at the quarterback position, man. Like, you know, people love to hate him, but you gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, well, I think whatever if Aaron Rodgers does decide to move move around, or they do decide to trade him, wherever he goes, he's gonna be successful. If he stays in Green Bay. I think he still is going to be successful regardless, but he want to show their ass he wear the pants. That's what yep. he want to do. He doesn't want to be Red Fire 2.0 as loyal as he's been to Green Bay. Uh, dealing with the, it's just like playing in the schoolyard. And you had to pick that kid that wasn't that good because he was the last fucking person you had to pick. Uh, we had to play flag football. And you know he's not good, but you're going to make his ass to a superstar overnight. All these low key receivers, they done had uh, the Jordy Nelsons. Nobody know about Jordy. Uh-oh. Nobody, uh oh. There he goes. was when uh when Aaron, before Aaron Rodgers dealt with. It's a couple of guys. A lot of people didn't know too much about Devontae Adams until Aaron Rodgers really dealt with him. You know what I'm saying? Like he makes guys around him great. Right. You know. So I'm. I, hey. But you know what the <laughs> the thing about it is, like Aaron Rodgers, he also thinking about his football legacy too because. Like, he knows one championship is not enough. Like, he knows he has to win at least two to be in, t- in, a, certain, uh, in a certain air of quarterbacks. Like, 
Peyton Manning was the greatest regular season quarterback maybe of my lifetime. This dude won, what, five MVPs? But, like, he don't even get put on a certain level because his first Super Bowl that he won against y'all, he really wasn't that impressive. Like, by Peyton Manning standards, that was not a great Super Bowl. And then, you know, by the time he got to Denver, when the one that he did win, like... That was the defense. Like Peyton Manning was a corpse at that point, and that's why he retired. And so Aaron Rodgers is thinking to himself, like, okay, I gotta win one more, at he, least. I, I think he, won, I think he'll win like Eli Manning, man. Eli won the two rings and shit. He just basically just got beat out by by that rook, and they just stopped having faith in him. Now this guy holding for the field goal kicks, you know, holding the kicks for the field goals. Like, nah, a Rod don't want to go out like that. Right, you know, he he want to go out on top. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I'm be honest. Like I know you a Denver fan. Just coincidentally, I really think my top three: Denver Broncos one. Um, I want to say the, the Las Vegas Raiders two. And I know this sounds crazy. And I might be throwing everybody else, but I, I I can really see this guy being a part of like anywhere going towards that West Coast area, man. So just don't be surprised if if, if a crazy ass trade or this guy end up uh maybe with Washington uh or possibly over there with uh what's that boy name? God damn it. Not San Fran. Jesus Christ, what's that guy name? Oh my god. It it'll come to me later, but yeah, I see him going uh, basically going towards that West Coast area. Okay. I can see I can see him going West Coast, maybe going back home. Yeah. Yeah, I can I'm see his you know he's he's engaged to Shailene Woodley now. Maybe he wants to be in California, help his boo out with her career. But yep. I can see Aaron Rodgers. I can see Aaron Rodgers. Like I don't, you know, I know he said certain things, but I don't. I mean, I don't see him playing until he's forty-five, like Brady. I can see Aaron Rodgers being like, "Let me get one more, and then I'm gonna retire." Like you know, not everybody's meant to stick around for twenty-five years. You know what I mean? So, right, right. exactly. Because he, he just seemed like, you know, he got other shit he want to do. Like, Brady, I don't know what this motherfucker going to do after he done playing the game. Like, I, I like you know, I don't know what he about to do. Like, Aaron, he just seemed like, all right, I got other shit. Right. <laughs> but, so, yeah. Shit, balance it out. Yep. So, and I think, I think he's seen what Brady has done in the same generation. He's got to be like, okay, like I said... Like dang, me winning, me winning one over ten years ago at this point is not enough. I need to get one. I need to get one more. <laughs> yeah, that's that's driving him to the point where he's like, shit, fuck having the keys to the franchise. I'm going. Right, and like I said, and that's like you said, just going back full circle. I mean, the he feels the Packers disrespected him. Okay, cool. I'm 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 gonna make this a thing all year. <laughs> and the money is the money is not option. He don't even care about the money. Right. So before we move on from this, uh, if Green Bay does decide to move on from him, what's next for them? The Jordan Love era. Man, you think he'll be ready to fill those shoes right now? He ain't got a choice. I mean, he do, exactly. Well right. said. He don't have. He don't have a choice. Like they drafted up to get you. Sam, what if they do some weird shit, like trade for a veteran quarterback? 
Oh, you talking about uh, if the Jordan Love thing doesn't work out? They they go and trade for another quarterback. Well, that's they trade Aaron Rodgers as like a veteran that's ready, that's not ready to sit his ass down right now. What what I what I see was gonna happen. He's gonna get traded. Jordan Love's gonna be the. I'm just saying, if it was to happen, I'm just saying scenario. He gets traded. Jordan Love is the starter, and they're gonna have that kid back him up under the Nick Foles up. Mm. If this guy fucks up, this guy's gonna come in and take your spot. They basically Trubisky is ass. Pretty much. Mr. <laughs> Trubisky uh, 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 theory. That's exactly what they gonna do. What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, yep. I'm here. Uh, what, what was the question? Um, if if Green Bay does grant Aaron Rodgers' wish and get him out of there, what you think is next for them? Do you think? They trade him for a veteran quarterback, or we see just no. one of the weird things. They, they need to get find the best deal possible to make their uh, their team better. You know, uh, they can get a part. They can they can find the team and probably get a lot for him. You know, I wouldn't trade him to where he want to go and all that. I do what's best for the organization. You know, and you know he got to go from there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You gotta do what's best for your organization. So, I mean, I know everybody that that's a fan of Aaron Rodgers. They're stuck on what Green Bay haven't done for him. I mean, but they, it's like he's thirty-seven years old. It's like they need to get off that <laughs> because that, you know the damage has already been done. <laughs> so, it, it's like you gotta think about the future now. But Aaron Rodgers. I guess he's thinking about the future. That's why I'm like, I don't even know what's his means to an end. Like, do we have a, I, he probably has a particular team he wants to go to. I don't know. But it's like, I can see Green Bay just probably cutting him or, or, I don't think or they trying to, yeah, but it's like, if they trade him, he has to agree to like a, some type of deal with that team. So he does have some type of leverage that he can, oh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, they might as well find out where he want to go and trade him now. Yep, that's might, that might be how it goes, shit. I mean, but I, I don't see this turning out too good, man. They they might, I don't know, he might end up having to sit down for a while. But I, I tell you this much, he going to look really bad if he uh, walks on the field as a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> Cause all this shit for nothing. Yeah. This season. I like that's what I'm like. What's this means to an end here? <laughs> well, we'll see soon. I think we'll end up a random Monday or something. End up notifications blowing up. Aaron Rodgers has been traded for a pick for some bullshit. Well, you know, well, well at least he got his first NBA championship. What on it? That's crazy. Yeah, he a part oh, of Aaron. the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, some of these guys are just winners, man. Like, all around. It's just <laughs> winning, winning chases the fuck out of them. He getting the NBA championship ring. That's crazy. But there you go. He might retire after this. He's like, I'm a, I'm a champion in the NFL and the NBA. There we go. <laughs> Fitzgerald still can't get a one. God damn. <laughs> But all right, we get ready to move on into the next topic. Um, it's been 
a little minute since we did a sports episode, so we never got a chance to dive into the the Shikari Richardson situation, track star, future Olympian. She was supposed to be an Olympian this year over in Tokyo, but it turned out due to her dealing with some trauma and stress of losing a mother. Her mother passed away, unfortunately. Rest in peace. Uh, She said she ended up smoking weed, which is, of course, against the rules. She handled it very maturely and you know, took accountability for that. And she's like, I knew the rules and I broke them. And hey, but you know, a lot of fans, a lot of celebrities, a lot of um, professional athletes, you know, came to her defense like, man, let that girl run. And uh, our boy Lamelo Ball was like, if it ain't if it ain't crack, let her on the track. Oh yeah, rookie of the year, <laughs> rookie of the year. <laughs> That's my boy, man. Jeez. Yeah, I fuck with Melo, man. I love that guy. <laughs> I mean, Chicago Richardson's situation, you know, uh, a lot of people have trauma. A lot of people have their mental health issues. Uh, you know, I-, I could tell, you know, she was very hurt. Uh, I could tell her grandma really took care of her. And, you know, you, you can just look at the vibes, man. A lot of us come from, well, I'm from the hood, man, and, and I know what broke home when I see one. And to see her, you know, give her grandma all that praise while she's still here. And, you know, if he did say what she said, she blew the, uh, the announcer away. And she couldn't believe somehow her mother passed, you know, things like that. Um, sometimes people have different outlets, and weed is one of them. It's down um, it's not no steroids or anything like that where it's going to make you run faster. It's just weak, you know what I mean? So I don't get why, you know. And I think the state that she was in, I think they allow you to smoke weed, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's legal. So why the hell is you? Know, you know what I mean? Like, but in Japan, so now, like, why is this an issue now? You know what I mean? But in Japan, weed is illegal still. And it's against the oh, the organization that she's that she's a part of. Like, you can feel bad for somebody, but then say, yeah, you you still broke the rule. I may yeah, not like the rule. Olympians I know. can't smoke weed, and then we got we got Tokyo going to the extreme of giving these people cardboard beds to you know make not, them not, not fuck, yeah. have sex. Yeah. Well, the the Olympics, from what I understand, is like a giant orgy every time they all get together at the Olympics. I mean, it's just they're going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you can, like I said, Shikari Richardson, I mean, you know, she's, she, like I said, she, like you said, you can still feel, you know, you can still feel bad for her. But like I said, she broke the, she broke the rule. Like it is what it is. Like maybe the rule gets changed down the line, but she broke the rule. The best like thing I, about this, though, is that she's not sitting around pouting about it or saying she was treated unfairly or anything like that. She just, she's just drawing on such a good support system, and it's great to see with these athletes in these more low-key sports, like track and field. Like I, I guarantee, I don't know anybody that can name like ten track stars, active track stars, right, right. off the top of the head. Right. But, um, and and she has no reason to pout because, as I knew from the beginning, she was going to come out of this a bigger star than ever before. Accountability, she's got, man. She, she's, she's got, she's, got she's, 
She's got no. She's got Nike behind her. She's got all these commercial. Like she was in that new Kanye uh, Beats commercial, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. th- Con- the idea that she's some super victim in all this was a complete myth. She's gonna. She'll be fine. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, um, and I think my take. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah. My take on it. You know, just I agree with you guys. Uh, she, uh, she did break a rule. Uh, you know, okay, about is the uh, outrage that she was receiving from her. You know, from people. You know, saying she was irresponsible. She meant that it's like she went through something. She made a mistake. It's not the end of her journey in life or her success. She don't have another chance at it, another crack at it. She's only 21. You know, like she'll be okay, man. You know, she she had a lapse. Yeah, she had a lapse in judgment. Like, and that's the pressure that these athletes go through from society that's been built not you know from a cultural standpoint it's like we shouldn't be forced to be perfect and you shouldn't be ridiculed because you're a human being <laughs> you know like and that that amount it's like all right she that that's the punishment let's move on you know and it's that simple you know she's not looking for you know like a pity party yeah. yeah yeah she didn't even ask for that she apologized and like, let's move on but to criticize but, her over that mistake, I think that's just ain't ain't fair at all. That's not cool. But, but there's like, people that are, that like are said yeah. too, man. This this controversy probably launched her into is going to launch her into superstardom. She got offered a two hundred fifty thousand dollars deal from a faith company, and now she's like you said on the Beats by Dre commercial, premiering one of Kanye West, premiering one of Kanye West singles. From his new Kanye. highly anticipated album Donda, and you know what I'm saying, like that—that's major for Kanye to put an athlete in a little video that you know promote. That lets you know he watching his, his tenth album, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, hopefully, hopefully this album's great too. Just on a side note, Kanye, um, I, I I tried with that Jesus is King stuff, man. You got to you got to get it together, man. You got to you got to do better. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, this. Like this idea that you know she was you know I, I I knew what time it was from the beginning like this idea that she was gonna like yeah okay some people gonna criticize her a little bit more but like I I knew I knew what time it was as soon as she got busted like like that you know everybody everybody wanted to throw a pity party for her like she may have not wanted to throw one herself but everybody was trying to compare it to like the the Michael Phelps thing which was a completely different thing oh, it's like. Oh, he did it! Like he got a worse punishment, and he didn't even test positive for nothing. So, right. Uh, like I said, um, she'll be fine. Like there's no, she'll, she'll they'll prop her up as some kind of you know figure done wrong, like somebody else we know signed under Nike, and uh, she'll be fine. Like it's not. There's well, nothing. What's important, there's, yeah, yeah. What's important that when you said prop her up, what's important in, in that aspect is that she didn't ask for that. She didn't ask for anything. <laughs> you know, right. Like, this stuff that that you know like she's not at the foundation of that you know like she's just like okay <laughs> i'll be back for the world championships yeah, yeah she like I said, she'll be there but talk her shit, you know what I mean? she didn't ask for none of this so that, that like i said you know is, more important. is she still at lsu yeah oh man she get paid too oh man yeah like i said she'll be fine 
She didn't like you know. She's 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 another one of these chicks with the. Nike let it be known that they were sticking with her right away. They and it turned yeah, because Nike didn't want didn't want no backlash. That's what that was. Well, that's Nike's brand. I mean. Like you know, but like I said, she'll be, she'll be, she's another one of these chicks with the uh, multicolored hair. She'll be propped up as some kind of icon or whatever, and she'll, you know, it's fine. It's like I said before. That's why I'm like, there's, there's no controversy here about her being done wrong because she'll, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be more than fine, you know. The there was another sound, chick. My fault. The huh? way it sounds like, sound like the guy wanted. Say that again. You gotta stop your phone from locking. Sound like the guy wants to uh, break up the Tokyo Olympics. I was reading some about uh, with coronavirus uh, rising. They were thinking about canceling the Olympics in Tokyo. Yeah, because low key, like those cases are rising and rising. The media just isn't talking about it as much as they were last year mm-hmm. or earlier this year. But I don't know, man. I keep hearing rumors about another lockdown. Yeah, with the Delta. Being in the inevitable, so I'm, I'm hearing yeah, about the Delta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, it's it's one of the it's one of them things. Hey, man, if y'all gonna lock us down again, man, y'all gonna have to get that stimmy money up anymore. I'm not for more government, but like, hey, y'all gonna lock us down. I'm gonna need at least like four grand a month. <laughs> love, love. Talk your shit, man. All my bills will be paid. Talk your I'm just Kari money. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. If we Talk go through, an, if, I'm just saying, if y'all, if y'all try and put us through another lockdown, like, no, nah, no, nah, there ain't gonna be no more of this debating for six months. Oh, should they get six hundred dollars or not, or should we do this? Like, nah, get it together. Either that's that or fuck salary. off. That's my salary anyway. Love. Right. Yeah. That's my stance on it. Mike got to get ready to cut out in a second. Uh, he wanted to throw out a couple of things about boxing for the listeners. Before he cuss out, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, Jay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I just want to talk about boxing real quick. Uh, the uh, Tyson, you know, so the Tyson Fury and Wilder fight was supposed to happen this weekend. It was July twenty fourth, but it got postponed because uh, uh, um, supposedly, COVID. Uh, yeah, COVID. Uh, supposedly, Fury caught uh, COVID. I don't think he got COVID, and him being out in the public, walking around, you know, I, you know, I think that was just an excuse to give him more time to train because he wasn't in, in the best of shape. Um, which I'm okay with. I just hate that we, you know, so far away. I'm like, this fight should happen last December so we can get the fights that we really want to see. You know, uh, but you know, like, I'm just glad that Wilder's getting his chance to, uh, you know, uh, get his revenge, and hopefully he pours it off because Wild, because uh, Fury has like been very clownish uh, all of a sudden, and, uh, and I, you know, I, he's a great bossa. He doesn't have to do all all the antics that he's doing you know it's just kind of he's holding up some big fights that we want to see just because he's not ready or he doesn't want to you know so i don't think that's fair to the fans or us or the public you know i you know i, I want to see the wilder versus fury fight you know i know a lot of boston fans don't want to see it. they just want to skip over and go to the undisputed i was okay with the undisputed as well just as a fan to see Fury and AJ, but I mean, Fury agreed to the trilogy prior to the second fight, so he could have just went on and knocked that out last year, you know, and get it out the way, you know. But now you gave Wilder a lot of time to prepare, and 
I think Wilder might win this next fight. Uh, the next fight has been set October 9th. And um, we're going to see uh, what it do. And hopefully the winner of that fight fights AJ. If AJ gets past his next fight in September 25th against uh, Alexander Usyk. So he has that fight as well. And, you know, we got to get this undisputed heavyweight going. And uh, then we also got another fight next month uh, with Errol Spence Jr. versus Manny Pacquiao. Mm -hmm. I, that's, that's August 21st. I think that's going to be the fight of the year. Uh, going to be a great fight. And uh, definitely ordering that fight. I can't wait. And uh, we also got, uh, oh, Tank, uh, Javante Tank Davis won his fight. Um, so I think he has another fight coming up at the end of the year. I can't remember what. And then uh, we also had uh, another undisputed fight last weekend with Jermel Charlo against Brian Constano, but that became a draw, so they're going to do a rematch on that one. Uh, so I'm just throwing out a lot of information out there for our boxing fans, our sports fans who wants to know what's going on in boxing. I just want to touch up on my thoughts on it, what I think. think it's happening or what's going to happen and hopefully we get the fights you know this has been a, so far it's been a great year for boxing uh as far as the fights that we've been seeing up until right this far. yeah so, they've stepped their game up for sure yeah so it's been some really 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 great fights and uh hopefully after era spence we we finally get that terence crawford fight and spence so that's yes that's please been. please arrow spence is six nah <laughs> yeah yeah, no, like I said, the box boxing, we talked about this on the last podcast. Like, that's the thing that just holds – one of the things that holds boxing back is the accessibility and just the fact that it, it's always so long before we get the fights we really want. I think the whole waiting eight years for Mayweather and Pacquiao really turned a lot of people off in terms of a lot of hype and everything. And now it's just kind of like, all right, we'll get there when we get there. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that Errol Spence versus Bud Crawford fight. Mm -hmm. and, and Errol Spence, you know, he's the one fighter, you know, other than Fury and Wilder, uh, you know, that's been fighting the opponents, the tough matches, you know. So, yeah, he's been taking on, you know, he's been collecting belts and even coming off that, uh, that horrible car accident. You know, yep. I, I I rank him over Canelo at this point as far as like taking tough matches. Even though Canelo is trying to go for undisputed in his division, he, he's planning to fight Cater Plant. Yeah. Uh, so like, but I feel like he could have went undisputed for middleweight, but he he want to take on that challenge. For right. So after he beat Triple G, he had three belts. He could have went on and fought the other dude that had the belt at the time. I think it was either Jacobs. At that time, had another, he could have went straight to Daniel Jacobs and became undisputed, but he decided to pick other fights. So I thought that was a little weird, you know. But now all of a sudden he wants to be undisputed because he could pick and choose the opponents. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's the problem with the. I mean, that's the problem with the whole thing in general is just all the the ducking and all the. Yeah. Yeah, it's too it's too much. Yeah, and Canelo's a great fighter. You know, he yep. has an impressive resume. He just fighting these these his opponents at like some opportune time <laughs> he's not really fighting these guys in their prime or he, he fighting people coming off bad losses and, and uh like bad performances he's not fighting a dangerous opponent at all you know so it is what it is in my opinion you know it's like but uh errol spence is the only one out there really putting in that work i really applaud manny pacquiao for i i was surprised he he wanted to go at errol spence uh i didn't see that coming uh very, very surprised. That's a dangerous opponent. I think Errol Spence might retire many. 
And this might be a cash out fight for Manny Pacquiao. Yep. So just to let the listeners know, um, the the Wilder versus Fury fight, the date has been pushed back from July 24th, which would have been Saturday to October 6th, I believe. October 9th. October 9th? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, there we have it. I'll be looking forward to it. October's about to be a good month, as usual. One of my favorite times of the year. And that's all I had, people. I was about to cut out, man. Uh, man, appreciate you guys. Keep it going. Keep the show going. Up with Jay got a few, couple more topics we want to touch up. I just no, to- we got one more. And then we about to close out. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm about to uh, sign off, guys. All right, right, Mike. Yeah, peace and out. Have a good one. Happy Kwanzaa. You too. <laughs> all right, fellas. So the last topic of the episode, man. This has been a pretty long one. Too. Um. More and more, we've seen that the world of pro wrestling has been, you know, been seen as more profitable to the world of sports. You know, hence ESPN started covering WWE a couple of years ago. They right. had some kind of partnership going on or something. But uh-huh. I thought that would end with WWE ended up uh, part, you know backing away from that and not being on Hulu anymore and everything. Disney owns Hulu and Disney owns ESPN people. That's why yes. I said that. But um, I'm still seeing that, you know, the world of sports is you know, has warmed up to pro wrestling. I'm not seeing as many people like, oh, this fake shit or saying shit like that. Um, but uh, how do you guys feel about that relationship between sports and pro wrestling and, uh, and then it's funny too in our sports group SLU there was a GOAT list that somebody made top 10 GOATs and somebody had put the Undertaker on there and I, a couple of people jumped on there like what the fuck the Undertaker well I mean they also they also had uh, Joey Chestnut and uh, 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 I forgot her name but uh, the, the porn star they also had her on there so I mean yeah <laughs> wasn't it wasn't a serious list right, um but serious but at the same time all fine goats they funny as hell but, but yeah, um it was funny to me the reaction to the undertaker being on there because the undertaker is, even though pro wrestling is scripted he's still a professional athlete man. he a goat he a goat he's respected and i say this i say this as somebody who you know, like like I'm sure both of you maybe. Um, I, I, you know, I know me and JP are about the same age, but it's like you know we grew up watching a lot of that prime golden era. You know, that prime popularity wrestling from you know the mid to late '90s to the early 2000s. You know, Attitude Era, Monday Night Wars, that kind of thing. And we're wrestling fans beyond that. Um, I don't think. I think there's always there's always been a connection between sports and pro wrestling because most of your most prominent pro wrestlers are former football players or amateur wrestlers, things like that. So there's always been that connection. Um, you know, they loved Goldberg. Um, you know, Austin played football. You know, Mongo won a Super Bowl with your Bears and then went to WCW. And there's numerous other examples. That the Rock, the Rock, exactly. The Rock won a championship with Miami. Yep. 
Brock Lesnar was an NCAA champion. Kurt Angle was a gold medalist. So the connection's always been there. Um, as far as wrestling, I don't think people have necessarily warmed up to wrestling now as as much as you might think. I just think that, okay, wrestling acknowledges that it's fake. It doesn't take itself seriously anymore. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, like, you know, let's watch the... Let's watch the let's watch the the wrestling every now and then because viewership is lower than it's ever been. There's less people watching pro wrestling like now than there ever has been. Um, the difference is a lot of the WWE fans they're more diehard and they're willing to spend more money per head. So in that way, yes, you'll have the Saudi Arabia deal the ESPN coverage and everything like that. But it's not that wrestling's more popular. It's just that, you know, there's a lot of memes out, you know, like the John Cena meme, the RKO out of nowhere meme. A lot of YouTube reaction people like to watch, you know, holy shit moment compilations. So, I mean, it's the wrestling and there's no transcendent star. So wrestling isn't, more popular than it's ever been it's actually quite the opposite but it's more profitable in a lot of ways because of inflation and how much the fans that stick around are willing to spend true and i'll bring up this topic too because we just had uh you just mentioned one of the biggest superstars in pro wrestling history man john cena uh he just returned over the weekend and um, I, I was just sitting back noticing because I'm on like pretty much all social media platforms and right. like I'm seeing like I saw like a couple of sports analysts and like you know the casuals and everything just going crazy and I just I love to see that you know what I'm saying and some of these guys have there's there's only a couple couple of them that transcended the boundaries of you know the pro the world of pro wrestling like rock austin hogan of course rick flair john cena there might be more but i don't even put cena on that list but yeah <laughs> cena is a man he's a, a superstar global superstar man like this he's is... he's a star he, he's a star yeah but he didn't transcend wrestling while he was in there like the mother guys did like under true. cena the buy rates went down the ratings went down like, yeah, he sold a lot of merch, but he he don't touch them other guys. Like, The Rock was an iconic figure in wrestling, and then he became a global movie star after as well. So he did it in both. Like, in the case of Cena, he was a star in wrestling, but his, and now he's just starting. We'll see where his Hollywood career goes because... I was like surprised I said, that his Hollywood career didn't take off sooner because he's he was really good at acting and you know talking on the mic and things like that. So, and well, he, he don't have the charisma like Rock does or like Hogan does. Like that's the difference. Like he, he he he's an okay actor based on what I've seen in Fast and Furious and The Marine and things like that. And he he had good he has good comedic timing every now and then, but he he's got a little more he's got a few more years to put into the game. And you have to remember he also spent many of those years shitting on the rock for leaving wrestling because he himself could not transcend wrestling until he got that break. Uh so like there's a reason for that. So I mean like you know it, it is what it is. <laughs> 
Well, me, I'm glad to see him back. You know, like it's it's I hear little kids talk about John Cena, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, how the hell do you know about John Cena like that? Because you know, through recently he's been like a part-time guy that just pops in and out, you know, every blue moon and like some of the kids some of the kids I know include my son, like they they he doesn't watch wrestling consistently at all. But mm-hmm. I, he be on YouTube all the time and shit. So I guess somewhere along the lines he got introduced to who John Cena is and I guess he views him as some kind of legendary guy, you know. Which he right. is in the world of pro wrestling technically, but yes. You know, it's it's right now pro wrestling's biggest star right now, period. I mean, whether AEW fans or anybody else want to admit it or not, the biggest guy in pro wrestling right now is Roman Reigns. As far as active, consistently active dudes, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. It's good to see Cena back and get that positive super positive reaction. Not only on social media, but at the arena. Like that was my first time seeing him come out since forever, and people not chanting, "John Cena sucks" and all that shit. They didn't do that. That tells you how bad a babyface he was, because I read his little transcript of the promo, being like, "I'm used to you guys saying I suck," and I'm just like, "Oh, this guy is so cringe." (laughs) Like, you know, I saw that in the Facebook groups, and I'm just like, "I I do not give a shit." So yeah, they they put their uh, promoting it as the summer of Cena, and he'll be oh. fourteen dates, and uh, he'll be facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, and I don't know. I I, I think maybe Cena wins the match, and then big they have Big E finally turn heel, cash in on him. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. But I, I think this definitely is, is, is more than a all uh, Cena's promoting a movie. You know, I, I don't think it's just for that. I think this is some, something that was in the works either way. Right. And uh Cena he'll be he'll be playing the role of the peace what's he, what's he called? The peacemaker? Yep. And he'll be in uh Suicide, suicide squad. squad. The Suicide Squad, I'm sorry. The Suicide Squad. And that'll be come. That's coming. I think the first week of August. I'm not sure the exact date, but I'll definitely be checking it out. <clears throat> so it looks like it'll be a good ass movie. And uh, they actually gave him his own show too, and that'll be on HBO Max. So he's taking off, man. He's following in the footsteps of The Rock. Oh yeah, as I as I knew he would if he ever even got a fourth of the chance, despite what he was saying. <laughs> And Roman Reigns has been vocal about he plan he a hundred percent plans on doing the same shit. He's got the looks for it. Does he have the charisma? Yeah. But you know, like I said, Roman is um you know, regardless, Cena shouldn't be going over on Roman. Uh Roman's just he's too good right now. Like I haven't I don't watch wrestling as much as I used to by any stretch. Like but you know, I see the YouTube clips and everything like that, and like the whole tribal chief thing. It's 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 too hot right now to have anybody beat him. I think you build up Big E as a face and have him beat Roman. Not not in the sneaky 
money in the bank cash in type way like we're used to seeing but i want to see big e go over on roman like the the rvd kind of way where it's just like i'm gonna let you know ahead of time i'm coming for you yeah like that's how you build up a baby face they they killing the edge that is uh thing where somebody get their ass kicked and then you cash in is the first one to do it so to see it yep. every fucking year that's the shit that makes people want to stop watching wrestling like come on guys you guys are not creative to give me something right. it, get, it gets old you right it gets old you know cause even it, if it makes practical sense hey dog when Edge did it that was the coldest shit ever yep you know what I mean like, yep <laughs> even yeah, when, the yeah. money in the bank thing has kind of finally lost his magic up for real yeah, it peaked with Seth Rollins. Cause when that they had the girl, I mean, a, a lot of people hate Charlotte, but they had Nikki Cross Monday night cash in on her, and she she beat her with like a little crossbody move from off the ropes, and I'm like, uh, whatever. I mean, Should ass over there with a fucking chair. Then wait, hold on. Fall on her. One, two, Last time I saw Nikki Cross, she was doing that. She she turned into a superhero or something like that, and she I'm just won, like, all right, she I'm done. As a superhero. Yeah, she's oh. doing a superhero gimmick still. It was her idea, and everybody oh. like, yeah, because it was her idea. But if Vince, if that was Vince McMahon's idea, they would have been truthful about it. Like, fuck this shit, man. What is this corny ass shit? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only thing about it is like it shows off her th- costume, shows off her thighs a little more. But I mean, uh, oh my God. <laughs> that's I mean that I mean that's it. I mean, Nikki Cross got a nice little body under there. But that's that's I mean that's. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, but yeah, the money in the bank thing to me just peaked with Seth Rollins. The only way that you can one up that is saying would be like Big E saying, I'm going to cash in at the main event of WrestleMania and build up that match for however long. Right. True. Before we close out, though, I want to ask you guys, do you, do you see Cena getting up there on the level of the rock in Hollywood number two eventually right now right like right now that treasure island shit for to come out from the rock Wayne Johnson everything that we put out right now is fire I'm just gonna be honest the young rock that came on NBC that shit is fire uh anything with the rock in it my son wants to see it and I'm gonna be right. honest the shit not even cheesy it's actually a pretty good movie only rock movie I didn't like was the two fairy but other than that everything else was fire <laughs> <laughs> everything else was fire but shit the two fairy might have been cool to, to anybody else it's just it just wasn't my type of movie but other than that no it didn't work right 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 everything he done put out been fire bro I don't I don't see Cena doing it well see- and go ahead I'm sorry yeah I was, I was just saying Cena reminds me of um no, nah, I'm not gonna say this because they tried this shit with Triple H and it didn't work. I know everybody remember that when Triple H was doing a couple of them little cheesy little movies. It was yeah. it, it, it didn't work. Cena, no, it's like the Cena. chaperone, yeah, that yeah. sucked. Fuck no. But <laughs> but what worst shit ever. But the thing about it is I really think Cena can be up there with the rock, but not the top. He might be number two. He might be I number think- two. I think Cena, I think had he started a little younger, maybe, but the thing about it is The Rock has been in the Hollywood game for so long. Now, what he's done is given wrestlers credibility as far as Hollywood more because 
you know, I know Hogan and Piper and Ventura did their thing, but you know, like The Rock, like he, like he out here, the biggest star in the world. Yep. I think, I think he's, I think out after Cristiano Ronaldo, he's like the most famous guy on Instagram. Um, yeah. And he, like, he producing shit, like you said, he. He going, he going, he did the Young Rock thing, like you said. I think he produced Ballers. Um, like, The Rock is taking it to another level right now. Cena's trying to break in. The Rock is in that next phase where he's he's probably going to be a billionaire at some point in time. And I know he's he's going to be, I know for, he's, he's going to be going into politics soon. So The Rock's going to another stratosphere right now. Yeah, The Rock is like the Jay-Z in this shit right now, man. Yeah. Like the rock on another level than any other wrestler right now. Like Batista and John Cena, they they getting their oats in right now. I, 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 no, you're right. Fuck that. Batista would be two, Cena be three. Because Batista has been acting his ass off, dog. I give Batista his credit. Batista got some pretty dope shit, but it ain't like, oh my god, Batista, I'm gonna fucking watch it. Nah, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Batista's on his way, man. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. And I'm surprised, uh, to be honest. Because he uh, held his own in the Marvel Finals, man. He wasn't the best microphone guy in WWE, but as, as far as acting, like, he, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And you notice a trend amongst the WWE, like, I don't know if people remember this, but the reason, part of the reason The Rock's so immersed in Hollywood and he wasn't in WWE for seven, eight years is because they didn't think he was going to make it. They thought he was going to fail in his career they did not they let his contract run out in 2004 because they thought okay we'll let him fail in hollywood and get him on the cheap when he wants to come back and then it's just like oh oh and then they you look at batista they didn't think guardians of the galaxy was going to be a big hit and you look at the career he's had so wwe they might want to uh they might want to start getting their shit together yeah and I, I see they trying to they try to capitalize on certain dudes sometimes with their little WWE movie studio thing. Like they they you, them you things are garbage. You know that. You see how charismatic the Miz is, and they they tried to see where it goes, but that shit didn't go. <laughs> like, like the the Miz been in like the what last four Marine movies? Like that yeah, right? That's on, not man. for him. Like he's supposed to be like a reality TV star type of guy, right? Like I know they do the little reality show with him and Maurice, everything like that. But I mean, is is is, is WWE? I mean, they try, they succeed in some other places, but the movie thing ain't for them. Yeah. As far as Cena, we'll see how Suicide Squad turns out, and hopefully he did great. I'm I'm seeing some early like takes and reviews from people who saw early screenings i'll be on reddit and shit and they said james gunn everybody like cena everybody kills it in this and i can't wait to see it and he must have did great he must have really impressed hbo they gave him his own show already before the movie even dropped so yeah shout out to john cena always great to have him in pro wrestling long as he's not beating every fucking body and not giving other people a chance to grow. There you go. <laughs> but uh, thanks, fellas. This has been a long, great episode. 
Yeah, dug it, man. <laughs> it was good shit. Good shit. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, shit. Who else? I, I forgot who I was going to give the shout out to. But nonetheless, a uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Zendaya as always. Uh, you are, you know what time it is. Yo, Zendaya, man. Woo. Hey, can I uh, do a little promotion? Go ahead. All right, man. So y'all can follow me on uh, on IG at the Go Talk Podcast. Also, uh, you can also look me up as well because I do have uh, the lick on the Jersey side too with uh, with J and L Customs. It's gonna be dope. Uh, any type of authentic that you want, from basketball to football to baseball. Oh. On, on IG and on Facebook, leave safe. So, uh, go talk podcast, check me out. Hey, man, we, we about to run it up. But again, if you guys need some authentic, any type of jersey material from basketball, football to baseball, hit me up at the Go Talk Podcast on IG. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for continuing to listen. Keep hitting that play button. Subscribe. We got some. Man, we got some really good episodes coming up, man. And I'm, I want to apologize for the quality of my microphone that those last two episodes, man. But as you can see, my shit sounds better. <laughs> uh, man, much love to everybody. Anybody who want to jump on with us, man, you're welcome. Let me know. Got any ideas, as usual, shoot them to me. JP Undiluted on all platforms. And, uh... Thank you once again, fellas. Shout out to Jay for trying to hop on, too. And uh, shout out to my boy, Mike. Episode 133. We out. Bye!